Welcome everybody to Social, where the football is fantasy, the facts are false, the guests are definitely drunk, and there is money on the line. Such a good uh, intro. We've got some pretty spectacular uh, owners with us today. Again, part of our series where we're getting to know the owners from the league, we're bringing them into the studio, or doing it remote where we can. Um, they're here to tell us a little bit about their franchises which, as the guys in the room know, are some pretty special franchises. Um, today, of course, we'll be talking to the only two championships in our league. Um, of course, from the California division, so not crazy about that, but uh, we are going to meet both of these new franchises today. They both have some new brand identities. Um, we're also going to talk about draft day, which, if you don't know by now, you are a freaking idiot. Uh, it is coming up on Saturday, and if you're like me, also a freaking idiot, just in a different way, you have been doing nothing but mock drafts during work. <laughs> it takes so and, long. Uh, it takes a long freaking time to do. Um, but with that in mind, why don't we get right into it and meet um, meet our first owner. Now... I figure the way this should go is uh, we got a little honors system going here. And uh, we've got our most recent, therefore our reigning champion to meet, uh, Mr. Rory Desmond. Yeah. This is a big one. This is easily the biggest guest that we've had on here. Um, biggest name so far. In, in fact, no one has known the previous guests that we've had on. <laughs> but you should recognize Rory's name. Uh, Rory, welcome to the show. Oh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, first off, I want to say thanks for uh, giving away my new team name before I had a chance to. Yes, I, uh, I am sorry about that. But you know, now's your chance to tell us a little bit more about that team. Again, the Dallas Plowboys. I think well, I'm saying that right. I'm pretty sure what I need to do is fire my marketing department because I don't know how this leaked. <laughs> and leak and leak it did. There is a lot of stuff flying around out there about this this new powerhouse team. Rory, how would you describe this team, the uh, the Plowboys, if you if you had to in like three words? Uh, you know, uh, let's see. Similar to the wines I drink, uh, wispy, so many words, earthy, fast. <laughs> whiskey or wispy? Uh, wispy, similar to uh, a lack thereof hair on top of certain people's heads. Yes, uh, I I know this all too well, becoming one of the wisp generation. Um, but I'm sure Rory is referring to a, an old friend of ours whose hair has grown long and thin on top and blows gently in the wind. Yeah, yeah a bit about these Dallas Plowboys. It was... Uh, it was a bit of a change, you know. At first, it was the the cap and tickle, and kind of start to realize that the the cap had uh, had zero tickle, so not enough tickle, not enough tickle. But, Interest, you know, interesting. It became a very crow team, so crow. <laughs> yeah, and again, this is more of that stuff that I really don't think anyone understands. Uh, it sounded like you were referring to your original team name, uh, Keep and Tickle in which there was very little, if not zero, tickle. Uh, and you're, you you mean to, with the Plowboys that you're adding tickle to the franchise. Tell us about that. Oh, that is correct, Ken. <laughs> Why does everybody call me Ken? 
Well, as you as you and I both know, I, I'm not sure if everybody else does, let alone the, the previous champion. I mean, we don't even know who he is. Yeah, we might meet him later if we have time. Yeah, who knows? I think he just left the building. <laughs> but as we all know, uh, Plow has become a large part of our life. Some in a very spiritual way, some in a very physical way, some in a very, I don't know, ragey way. And uh, you know, as we've as we've changed our uh, our teams, especially away from the cap, uh, more Plow needed to be there. Hmm. Okay, Rory, talking about an injection of Plow into his organization. Rory, it seemed like you you found your Plow uh, last season, going into the playoffs with a pretty big move. Um, can you tell us what sort of what changed for your team? What was that move about for you? Yeah, well, we all re might remember the uh, you know rest in peace, uh, Ian Lee, Ian Lim. Either way, that's not important. Idiot. <laughs> but with certain or said Ian character, um, he's about five five IQ points below. Dead. So <laughs> that is low. I know so low. It was low. a it was a bit of a trade plow, if you would like to put it that way. Hmm. Uh, you admit to plowing other teams on the trading block. Oh yeah. Oh, well, just the GMs. Okay. Okay. Good distinction to make there. <laughs> I see. I see a uh, a comment from uh, someone on our live stream. Fucking Ian uh, <laughs> is the uh, is the only word there. That's good. Rory, thank you for introducing your team to us. Um, God bless you. Uh, we understand that your team, you've created a franchise around Plow, uh, and that you are out to build a football team in order to plow the other football teams and their owners. Um, yeah. So uh, we're excited to see what's next from you. That, that's exactly what happened. I mean, I forgot to tell you, during the off-season, I, I ended up going to West Texas A&M getting a Ph.D. in agriculture. And, you know, I, I, I learned a few things. Sometimes you have to go back to school. And it translates very well to the football field. The agriculture does, I can tell. Yeah. And, look, you're really getting back to your roots. We, you know, we know about that. Actually, Rory, we'd like to give you a chance to address, as we often do on the show, um, one of the popular allegations currently being made against your team. Um, in one of our recurring segments called Clear the Air, uh, we're going to present this with Rory, but this week's Clear the Air, again, brought to you by one of our longtime uh, sponsors, Work Hoops. Everybody knows Work Hoops around here, right? We love Work Hoops. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, they're a subsidiary of Work Diarrhea. Sounds like... Sounds like Ro Robo Johnson loves work boobs. Uh, quick announcement from work boobs before we get into our segment. Um, uh, work boobs, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a week leading up to the draft. We hope you're busy preparing. It's a big one um, heading about to happen over here at the AI Takeover. Work boobs would like to remind you that during all this uh, porcelain research that you're doing, please be mindful of the shirt tuck. Uh, because for those of you, and we realize it's probably a small number, who work in a dress shirt uh, in the league, sitting down on the john can be a pretty dangerous maneuver. And I know this is true. A few minutes into a poop, you might realize that your ducktail from your shirt has slid past your ass and is now dangling in the bull water. 
to avoid this unfortunate mishap, Work Poops wants to make sure that you grow a healthy rat tail. Uh, yes, sir, a rat tail from your lower neckline. Braid it in a nice long, uh, nice long tail coming down your back. And bro tip, attach a safety clip to the end of that rat tail and secure your duck tail, your shirt, to the end of that rat tail. <laughs> this is gonna keep your shirt nice and dry during the work poops. Um, once again, this valuable information brought to you by our sponsor, Work Poops. Um, love this company. They are a great, great impact on our community. So, Work Poops again, sponsoring our popular segment, Clear the Air. We've got Rory Desmond, the current championship uh, GM here with us, and Rory, Look, we, we want to give you a chance to address some of this stuff because, you know, we know that there's a lot of thought that goes into your team planning. Um, but there's a current rumor flying around that, you know what, you got really, really, really fucking lucky last year, uh, in particular with your draft. Um, to come away from this season with a victory is almost impossible <laughs> without luck. So, look, we just wanted to give you a chance to come on, tell us a little bit about your thought process, and, uh, um, you know, prove the fact that you didn't just get really lucky last season. I'd love for you to maybe delve into at what point was it luck versus pure skill. You know what, and we're with you, all right? We agree. We think that your moves throughout the season show a depth of understanding and commitment to your team um, that, you know, is unparalleled in the league even early on when you seemed to lament your draft and you felt, um, I, I believe you even renamed your team a few times that you couldn't believe how bad your draft was and how bad your team was shaping up to be. Should, should we run yeah. through some, some money spent and player names real quickly here? I'd, I'd love to sure. do that, yeah. Sure uh, if our other there. guest on the phone has some of that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So let's start up with the, with the good one here. We got a Bishop Sankey for $14. Yeah, he was a... Uh, he was a bit of a project. Uh, didn't quite pan out. A uh, bit of a dead cat bounce. Oh, how about uh, Toby Gerhardt for $10? Toby Gerhardt, let's see. You know, I got a lot of trust in white running backs. Um, usually they uh, are not too active on the punching people in the face wire. Um, popular wire, by the way. It's a very, very popular wire. Um, yeah, needless to say, those are pretty terrible picks. But you know what? Uh, I'd say the way that I play this is it may not be the strongest draft, but it's pretty much every single move after there solidifies my championship. You left $7 remaining on the table. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's your point? $7. <laughs> That's a Chipotle burrito in most countries. At minimum. That's true. At minimum. Quick question: Does everyone have a mascot yes, this year? No, that was not a requirement for the franchise. Why? Okay. Do the Plow well, Boys have, have a mascot? Well, of course. I mean, I have two cats, so <laughs> those are my mascots. <laughs> thank, thank you for sharing. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because I saw Boone and I thought, you know what? It's a good mascot right there. You know what? Speaking of which, um, it's about time to get on to our final guest. Uh, but you know what? Before we do, um, why don't we get one more word from our final sponsor? And this is actually a pretty special one. Um, this is pretty cool. A lot of you guys um, have met one of the owners on our team who's actually deployed overseas right now, Captain 
Joe Blokovic recently got a promotion. Uh, you know, bravo. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe is actually sponsoring the program today uh, in a pretty cool way. Um, Joe's putting a little bit extra on the line this season. He is very excited. Um, what many of you guys may not know is that Joe is about to become a father. Uh, also very cool, possibly as cool as becoming a captain in the United States Marines. I don't know, maybe not as cool. Nope. Um, but in honor of that special life achievement and our new dynasty, Joe's going to put the following on the line. And I'm going to read this message directly from, uh, from him. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, <laughs> hello. Yes. Uh, this, I'm not actually going to do the Joe Palakovic voice <laughs> all the time, even though sure, yeah. I could do it really well. You started um, strong. Yeah, you know what, I will. So, hey, uh, good morning, everyone. Hello. Uh, this is Joe, uh, Captain Joe Palakovic, everyone here, uh, owner of the Dead Reckoning, the Icarus Tale. Uh, that's right, everybody. That is his new franchise name. Wait, is that, sure does that, that fit on a t-shirt or like a trucker hat? It's <laughs> <or? laughs> on a tractor, that's it. Owner of the Dead Reckoning. And uh, we're going to keep calling it Icarus this year. Um, and I want you all to know that something special is on the line. This year, if I get this stacko, and I certainly won't, even though I was close, I will permit the Sunday Social Society to collectively name my first child. Oh. oh! That's right, everyone. If I get last... If I get last place, he is so confident that he won't. I will let the Sunday Social Society collectively name my first child. But, if I win it all, if I win it all, then we all get to name Jared Block's second born <laughs> to be born around the same time. I don't, I'm not sure if everyone's met Jared, but I think a lot of us have. I um, don't think he'll even have one offspring. <laughs> Definitely met Melanie. There you go. Cool, yes. Uh, if, we, if Joe wins, we get to name a different child. Now, apparently, neither family is too worried about a child being nameless for about two months, as they're both due in October. That doesn't seem to matter. They say kids don't seem to remember anything before they're like 10 years old anyway. So, thanks to Captain Joe of Icarus, a uh, lot on the line this year. With that in mind, why don't we get back to the action. Uh, we've got our other original champion here with us. Um, very special guest, and this is the first time we're ever meeting two owners at once. I have a um, quick question, actually. I'd like to do a little something special as we meet this guest. Uh, I'd like to uh, just talk to, you know, Rory. Uh, <laughs> Rory, what would you say? What would you say about uh, Andrew Johnson and the White Mambas if you had to describe his team? Ah, of course. Well, I I would say that it's a very slippery team, but mostly because he's so sweaty. Mm. Other, other than that, um, I I think that he believes as a GM, which all GMs do, believe that he has a rather good football acumen. Mm. Pretty, pretty good. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> but from what we all understand is that he talks a big game and seems to lose in the clutch, much like last year. Oof. Tough words. All right. From what Johnson, I let's go to you. Johnson, uh, you know, what would you say to that? Uh, why don't you introduce yourself the way you'd, you'd like to be? Sure, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, hello, everybody, listeners. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, yes, thank you for this is, uh, this is ma manager Andrew Johnson, formerly of Andy Reid's Barbecue Ribs. Did you get demoted? 
the inaugural, the inaugural Sunday Social Society champion. Uh, we did a little rebranding last year, turned ourselves into the White Mamba. Had a, just had a better edge to the name. We kept it this year, and uh, we feel pretty good going into year three. We uh, relocated into a new Jedi temple where we're uh, training all our forces, and um, feel pretty good about a return. We're going pretty good return. Gonna make it kind of like that uh, episode six, that that order. It, it sounds like you're reading from a script. It would have been better if I read it from a script. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> don't worry. I think that I think that was awesome. Now you mentioned a move to the new Jedi Temple. You also mentioned the rebrand. So, why don't you just walk us through the rebrand a little bit? Because it's not often that somebody rebrands a championship team, and then after that team loses, keeps the new brand. Sure. Yeah. Very valid question. So, <laughs> the rebrand. That's a powerful uh, question, Ken. Andy. Thank you. I guess. For those of you who don't know, uh, head coach of the soon-to-be AFC West champion, Kansas City Chiefs, 2015. Irrational love of the Kansas City Chiefs um, from it, Andrew Johnson, just in case anybody didn't know that. Now he, you do. He ate all the ribs. <laughs> so, so we had to do something around here. And uh, that same year, Andy drafted DeAnthony Thomas, a.k.a. the Black Mamba as coined by Snoop Dogg, as you grew out here in uh, South Central Los Angeles. So I felt that... Nobody know, else knows that. <laughs> it was upon me to, you know, given my my pretty stellar, you know, intramural college participation history, that, you know, I'm, if he's the black mamba, I'm, I'm the white mamba. And uh, she kind of ran with it, took it from there. I do stand six foot one with a... Uh, Seven foot nine wingspan, so <laughs> that is magical. Um, just you sound very quick. aerodynamic. Yes, we're in fact we're laughing at, at, at that aerodynamic uh, nature of Johnson because those of you that can't see, of course, it's a podcast, it's radio, but we have a special glimpse of Johnson through the uh, the webcam, and this is a man who gets so hot and sweaty over the course of most activities that literally in front of our eyes he is melting into sweat. He has taken his shirt off. This is true. It is like he is 80, pounding beers. Eighty-five degrees here, and it's uh, just one of those things you're going to get to know about Johnson. Oh yeah. Um, now, thank you for taking us through the rebrand. I know our But most of it is just breathing, and if he has to do anything more than that, it's it's tough. Right. If the sun hits him, for example, things can get kind of rough. Um, okay, now, Johnson. <laughs> Johnson, in your, uh, you know, tell us about this this team last year. You know, why the fall from grace? What sure, did yeah. Happen from your championship to now. So I uh, went pretty uh, pretty star heavy last year. Um, okay. Did really well. Hit on all of them except one, and that uh, pretty much, I you know I started off the season really hot, doing really well, right? Um, and just being last on the waiver just destroyed my depth. Couldn't get anyone. And uh, Monty Ball really uh, really plowed me. Plowed me pretty hard. Pretty gross. Pretty pretty bad, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so this year, I, uh, this year are you gonna go uh, are you gonna go star heavy again or are you gonna be aiming for balance in your draft? Oh I've got I've got some some things up my sleeve. I think I'm uh, 
I'm ready to. Cool. Yes. Uh, you know what? What we're gonna do when we finish the show, we're gonna talk a little bit of draft strategy. Love to hear a little bit more about how you guys are coming into this. But for now, you know, we're gonna give Johnson the same chance we gave Rory um, in an, a special double episode of Clear the Air. Um, again, brought to you by Work Poops. God bless them. Uh, we are going to present Johnson with uh, one of these things from the rumor mill and give him a chance to, uh, okay, there are a few things in the rumor mill. We're going to start with the first one. Um, for the listeners on the show, if you've heard the first episode, um, and you know if you haven't, it's okay, jump back after this, but if you heard the first episode, there was uh, some allusion in our first ad to a very popular local agency, the Rocky Mountain um, <laughs> something or other that helps spouses um, deal with anal uh, approach. Um, Johnson, there is there is a rumor flying around you know the, the, the mill out here, and we don't think it's true, but we wanted to give you a chance to address it. That ad was about you, wasn't it? Um, there's, a, there's a little rumor that your you know, significant other um, made a little run at your, uh, at your back shoot, and uh, it sort of changed who you are as a person. You know, I, re I routinely re replace my cell phones. Uh, I break them pretty frequently. Okay. Well, well, I'm sorry. I must be missing it. What does that? What does that mean? What does that have to do with it? Valid question. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey Johnson, I have a quick question for you. Uh, growing up, were you a fan of, of Sesame Street? <laughs> Rory, of course, Honestly, alluding. You know, I, I preferred Big Bird. Rory, of course, alluding to the subsequent nickname for Andrew Johnson after this particular episode, in which uh, he began to be called Tickle Me Elmo. Um, I think having to there do may, with that, okay. there may or may not been a night back in uh, my pre-managerial days when we drank a little bit too much uh, Skull and pink lemonade. That'll do it right there. That's not all, that's almost all you need to say. Um, Where was Peter Yulenstein? <laughs> Doesn't Peter matter. Was Peter, it might have been Peter. Okay, so someone came well, after you. We're not so sure not, who. It sounds like this story just got a lot more interesting. Speaking <laughs> of the devil, I mean. The devil, the lady herself has just walked into our fine guest's room. Uh, we're going to leave that one where it is. It sounds like Johnson sort of, uh, he's got some stuff to work through. In the meantime, let's oh, wrap this great. up. We've got both of our champions on the line. Are you guys ready for the draft? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I have a, a seven-page Excel spreadsheet that I put together. Johnson, how long is your Excel spreadsheet? One tab through, like, row 20. As many inches as Concise. he is, man. Concise. As many inches as he is, man. Uh, any draft secrets you guys are ready to share with the league? Why would we do Johnson, that? Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, guys. There's got to be some advice what? you could give at the bottom of the barrel. You're both I, champions. You know what? What? What should? Uh, what should people like Kevin Hurd be worried about uh, on Saturday? I think the twenty-two thousand pigs that are running around the freeway. <laughs> 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 yeah, that head office has a lot of problems coming their way. Yeah, it's the minutia. I wouldn't be disappointed as if someone spent half their budget on two quarterbacks again. I think that's a wise investment. Yeah. You never know when you're going to need another one. 
I like that. A lot of sarcasm coming from the uh, the two top of the leagues. Very cool. Thank you for thank you for joining us. Some real special owners and the most ridiculous episode. Of Sunday social where um, the owners are sweating. The football is fantasy. The facts are false. The guests are even more drunk than they were when we started. And there is definitely money on the line, people. Looking forward to seeing you all at the draft. Best wishes. All right.